Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sporting 160EN Transfer Roundup. Week commencing the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July that's already just gone to all the Americans out there. Hope you had a good day. Uh, before we get into it, let me first introduce my main man from the six, Mr. Danny Saldana. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Since we're shouting out the Americans, let me shout out the Canadians. Our, our, our day was July 1st, uh, back in Friday, so happy Canada Day. But more importantly, in regards to this podcast... Happy uh, 116th to our beloved Sporting. Happy 116th, mm-hmm. yeah. Sam. Happy 116th, bro. And to celebrate, I'm wearing my my clean, Jeez. fresh Sporting hoodie. Finally, finally restocked, huh? Yeah, man. Like, I mean, I'm a big boy, but I got a 2XL, which usually fit like into like the actual tops. But this is like humongously yeah, big, bro. Big, but like I like my hoodies big, so it works out. But yeah. it is very clean. It is very nice. It's very comfortable. I think there's still some in stock. So if you guys are listening, definitely make a purchase. But yeah, uh, I am as always uh Sam Fonseca. feel free to follow us on twitter as well the links were just there and also don't forget to subscribe we're still around 300 away from a thousand if you get to a thousand by the end of the year be a great help so thank you for everyone who has subscribed but, but without further ado let's get into the top stories and i'll start off with i guess the one that we all knew was coming but has been officially announced yesterday was that joao Pelini was officially sold uh the yeah. final fee being 20 million plus two in objectives and we, we've spoken about um, this last week, so I won't get into too much into it. But I'm going to ask you one question only, Danny. And what is your favourite Perlinia moment? That's a great question, bro. Nothing comes to mind right now. The only thing that comes to mind is the almost bangers that he almost scored, you know? Yeah. I have a lot of those memories. Oh, what was the game? What was the game where he... I don't know if we were just up 1-0... Or if it was like two one or something, I feel like I don't feel like it was a big like a derby game or anything. Anyways, he comes in with a slide tackle, and ce- this was our title winning year, obviously, and he celebrated that thing like it was a goal. Oh yeah, um, I mean, to be I fair, he's had a, he had a few of those, but there was one. I feel like it was maybe like Boa Vista or something. Yeah, I think it might have been Boa Vista. Yeah, you're right. I loved I loved that attitude from from Pajinga, To be honest, that that that's that's up there. Um, or even him crying. Remember when he thought he like, like pulled a hamstring the week before he played Benfica or some shit like that? Oh yeah, yeah. When I he remember. showed that he like loved the club and stuff. Um, I'm gonna miss him, man. I'm not gonna lie. I seen that like little 30 minute clip that he had on Sporting TV where he was talking, like they were doing a little interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after, like towards the end, he's like addressing the fans and he like gets emotional and stuff. And it takes him like a minute to like really like collect himself and actually like talk to the fans and be like you know thank you you know it wasn't like the best journey or it wasn't not the best journey it wasn't the most like linear journey um there was times where he was saying like he felt like his time at Sporting, like you know especially that loan to braga like there was no way he'd be back i think he was also hinting at like two summers ago when we almost sold him to csk moscow Mm -hmm. um so yeah man what a player what a player uh what a gentleman too uh, a lot of times we're always talking about how we we form players, but not all mage. This time we uh, we we got a we got a good guy. So uh, best of Palinga, you know. I get, the time is right to be fair to him, but uh, it'll be messed for sure. How about you, yeah. Sam? What's your favorite memory of of Palinga? Of it's not it's not really a memory per se, but every time I think of him, I think of him in the white shirt versus Nacional, 
mm. where we played like the game that was just like on the muddiest pitch and he was absolutely mm. covered in mud because he was still going for every tackle trying to get every ball and like every time i think of that title winning season that's one of the images that pops into my head i think it's him sure. and nuno santos the ones that are absolutely covered like there is just no more white on the shirt so like so that one definitely but um i, I think as well that I mean, yeah, like you said, a, a good move him in the right time. But um, I'm going to ask you one more and then we'll move on. Um, what should Fulham fans expect from, from, from Jean Polina? Yeah, man. Um, a, a, a true defensive midfielder, a guy who's not afraid to put in a tackle, um, a player who, who may not be the best technically, we'll say, but you know, he still strings some passes together. He still plays well in the, in the, in the structure. Nutmegged Pogba. I know we all actually now that I remember. So yeah, ability is good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what a ball with his ass. Nutmeg Pogba, you know. Yeah. Uh just a hard worker though, you know. So uh and that's what Fulham need, to be honest. Is they're gonna try to stay in this league. Uh they need people like that. I also see they're gonna try to get uh or they're getting uh Andres Pereira from from Manu, who's been linked to Spartan, I feel like back in like Mark Silva days. So I think Mark Silva's finally constructing the team that he wanted at Sporting only like five years later, which is Andrew, great. They call him the, the preseason peeler because he's yeah. so good in preseason. So hopefully he carries that on. But yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like we've spoken about Polina literally every episode. So I think we'll we'll move on for now. Obviously, thank you for your service. I know you're not watching, but I appreciate him. He was a great Ho player and a great player. Hopefully we can have him in the pod now. Yeah, uh, his English seems to be pretty decent. His English isn't bad. It's not bad. Bless him. So, you know, yeah. not bad, we'll, yeah. we'll shoot him some DMs. Yeah, we'll, we'll try our best. Uh, next one uh, is, uh, I'll say a rumour. It's almost been confirmed now that uh, Francisco Trincao will be a sporting player. Uh, the deal is a one-year loan plus an option to buy for 20 million euros and sport will pay his entire wages. And that comes from Spanish, very respectable newspaper, Sport. So, Danny, what are your thoughts on the overall deal? This is another sort of transfer saga that's been going on for months, it feels like. What are your entire thoughts on this deal? Yeah, um, I've been saying it for a while now. I think it's it's a move that we need to make. I think we need a, um, a Sarabia replacement. Trincao, he's not as good as Sarabia, obviously. Uh, Sarabia also has a lot more years on him, a lot more experiences, more maturity. Um, but... There's a player in Trincao, man. There, there, he had flashes in that first season at Barca. I know last season didn't go to plan, but he had uh, flashes in that first season at Barca that were just unreal. And then also him playing under Amuring at, at Braga, where there were moments that were ridiculous, right? Yeah. Um, price tag. That's quite the move, I suppose. The big move to Barcelona, I suppose, was the playing under Amuring. Exactly, exactly. Um, which which won't be the first. I, I think that might be the only real big move that that uh, player under Amorim has made, um, like to a big club. I guess I can't think from, of any other from from Braga. He, no, yeah. even at Sporting, I can't think of a of a move to like, you know. Okay, Pedrinho went to Fulham, but Nuno Mendes. Nuno Mendes, yeah, I forgot about that. Good point. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, um, what was I saying? Twenty mil is a lot, but for a player, what is he? Twenty one, twenty two. He was yeah, sold for like studio. 30. Barcelona are broke. Um the only my only issue is we've haggled on this for so long and it's it's still the same negotiation that it started with. It's not even a two-year loan. They're saying it's a one-year loan and then the option to buy is at the end, right? 
yes yeah, there's a two-year loan with an option to buy at the end like we had it with Poru. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't get why it took so long. Maybe it was Barcelona's end, not ours. Maybe you know. So I'll give us the benefit of the doubt there. But uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. We 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 need a we need a Trinkel, and then obviously we're gonna go into crushing as well. But those two players, I think, will uh, will definitely improve us a lot. Yeah, facts are pretty much what you said. I'm not gonna repeat too much, but I think it's a good move. And even if he does do well. Let's be honest, we're still going to try and get that value of 20 million down to like 18 or 17 yeah. or you know, off a percentage of pass and things like that. Um, but I think it's a good move for club and player. We've definitely needed a winger. I feel like as good as Nuno Santos and Mark Edwards is, Nuno Santos, I don't think, I think he's better than a left back than a winger. And yeah. Mark Edwards still apparently isn't it like to Amarim's play style, whereas Trinkau has already got that sort of installed in him from playing at Braga before. So I, th- I think it's a good deal all around. Like you said, it's just something that take it's taken so long just to be the original deal is is a bit disheartening. But I think it's also sort of risk free. So we're paying for a loan. It's probably going to be like one two million loan fee. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and we can send him back. There's no obligation. There's nothing like the Vinagre deal. So I think overall it's a good deal. And and if if he plays well, you know, he might be a new record signing. Especially let's say we make round of sixteen in the Champions League and we win the league. That's pretty much pay for himself, I suppose. But um, yeah, yeah, I think I think uh, I think a, a very good deal, and hopefully that is the deal. You know, I, I said it's a very uh, reliable source in Spain. But obviously, then you never know what could happen. And to me, unless record confirms it, then then I'm still on the fence. But uh, hopefully that that will be it. Uh, segueing to, to record, and you bring up earlier, uh, Rochinha from Vittoria Guimarães has signed for Sporting for two million euros for ninety percent. One that definitely came out of nowhere, wasn't rumoured, wasn't, wasn't, I think it was on the day it was rumoured, an hour later it was confirmed, and that was like in the afternoon, so it wasn't, wasn't even, even a speculation, nothing like that. But um, what are your thoughts on the signing? I know it's a bit of a, a, a weird one and a random one, but, but what are your thoughts? I don't know if you've watched much of him, but, but let me know. No, uh, I think he's a good player, don't get me wrong. Uh, we basically took, Gimenez is two best players in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, age and stuff. Twenty-seven, fairly young, experienced in the Portuguese league. Uh, he can play, you know, in different like he can play on the wings. He can also play in midfield, but not often. But he can still do that. He he's sort of like a pot, in my opinion. Um, but he's he's per- for the price. I think he's perfect. You know, uh, I was seeing a stat yesterday. I was floating around on Twitter that. Uh, um, balls recovered in in his own half were like one point something 1.8 or something like that per game which is like uh, an amazing record and a player like that is perfect for a moving system that presses the ball the moment we lose it right um man for the price you can't go wrong i think it's a perfect time to buy a game and age because those boys are desperate um yeah I, I can't i can't complain too much about this deal man uh instead of samuel Lino, who's maybe a bit better offensively or a bit better of a player in general or getting a, maybe a cheaper deal. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm a fan of this move and I'm a fan of how quick it was. It wasn't, you know, you know, we're trying to get 2 million for a hundred or like 3 million for 50 or whatever. Like, you know what it is? It, it's a good deal. I think my only worry, uh, sorry, my only worry is what does this mean for Jovan? What does this mean for, uh, which was probably out the door, right? But I yeah. think Jovan can play a good role, even as a like a second striker. But what does this mean for Jovan? 
What does this mean for Tabata? Who I think there's a great player in Tabata, but now you know we're looking at our wingers. We have like five or six now. We have bought Marcus, um, the Ghanaian boy. I forget his name. Uh, Fatu, yeah, exactly. We have Roshinga. We have Trincao coming. We have uh, I'm forgetting. Now we have Tabata. That's six. You know, for only two positions. Um, I think that means that Tabata's on his way out. Unfortunately, because I think there's a player there. I think there's a player that might be even better than Roshinga, to be honest. Um, yeah. But we barely played him in two years, so I can't. I don't blame him for for wanting to go or if he goes. But uh, that's my only like downside to this move. But it's a good move. I can't complain. Yeah, I agree. I think for two million, you can can't really go wrong, especially with the ninety percent. It's not like we pay yeah. fifty. So I know he's twenty seven, but I say he has a really good season. We could sell him for like fifteen, and we get most of the profits. So it's good in that way. But I agree with sort of the Jovan and Tabata aspect. We've got so many wingers and it feels like we've got so many wingers, but not a lot of midfielders and not a lot of defenders. So I I wish it would sort of be the other way around because we have, we had so many injuries to our defenders last year where our wingers were, were pretty much fine in, in all honesty. I know Pop picked up an injury, but I think that was it. Sarabi was fit. Paulinho was mostly fit for the, for the season as well up top. So, so yeah, but I think that confirms Jovan is gone. Jovan hasn't even been back to training yet, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he's out the door. Um, Tabata, uh, we'll speak about later in the episode, but again, I think it's, it's, it's done for him unless Amorim maybe converts him to sort of a number eight and he comes off the bench for Matthias Nunes, which I could see happening, to be fair. He's very versatile, as we saw last season, playing left, right, a striker. And also, I think he, against Man City, he played the number eight role as well. Yeah. So, so definitely something to look out for. But in, in terms of the, the entire deal, uh, Gimray's president said that, you know, he asked to leave and, and we need money. So I guess it worked out. But I'm looking at it now. I generally would watch out for, for Vittoria to be one of the favourites to go down. Sort of like a Rio of, of, of what happened. Because you remember, yeah. they they played against AC Milan, took them to penalties or actually, I think it was penalties. And then the following yeah. season went down and they were, they were cash-trapped that season as well. And like you said, they they've lost Estupian, who was their their top goal scorer. He lost him on a free. They lost obviously Marcus Edwards. They didn't get uh, Ginny Catamo or Gonzalo Plata. So you never know. They lost Ricardo Cresma as well, who I'm sure was a, a huge. He barely played, to be fair, but yeah. Yeah, but you never know. Yeah, it definitely. I th- I think it definitely could happen. Definitely one to watch out for. Because I, I believe if if they lose any more money or they don't make enough, they might be fined by the league as well. Or FIFA, I can't remember exactly what the, the situation was, but definitely one to look out for. And maybe Sporting go shopping there again uh, throughout this window. There's some some good players there, and not even just Sporting. That I I really like Bruno Varela. I know he didn't have the best time at Benfica, but I think he's like a genuine nice guy as well, and also a, a very good footballer. And obviously, there's a, a few others which which I won't name, but. You know, I will. Let me just also say, from Gimenez, I would love an uh, Andre Almeida. Either Going middle Porto, or apparently. Yeah? Yeah, uh, but apparently that's like almost done. That's a good move for him. There's also another kid named Thomas Hendel. He played a bit on the uh, senior team last year. I think it's his breakthrough year this year. Uh, Portuguese and like Czech or something or Austrian or German or some shit. Great player there too. A decent midfielder in there. So I I see your, I see what you're saying about relegation. Depends how much more they're going to sell. If they're going to sell Almeida. They're probably going to you know sell a bunch. But uh, I see what you mean about relegation. I don't think so. But they're not getting anywhere near Europa or or Conference League. 
the thing is with that as well is Jules Vicente have lost so so much as well. Lost yeah. their manager, lost their best players. Obviously, Samuel Lina going back to Leti and, and Navarro Santa going Clara back to too. Valencia. Yeah, Santa exactly. Clara lost a bunch, yeah. The only the team reality probably is improved. Probably... Yeah, definitely. Sorry, sorry. But I was just going to say like Estoril probably going to be back up there because they were close until yeah. like mid-season they sort of dropped off. Santa Clara just, just want to sell their players whenever they can, it feels like, even their best ones. Yeah. But but you know it'll be interesting and of course we'll probably do a pre-season pod soon the fixtures were released so might, yeah. might be good to do something like that but but keep an eye out for that um next story i guess was confirmed literally about two hours before we went on air and that is goalkeeper franco israel is signed uh for sporting until 2026 i believe and eight hundred thousand uh fee so definitely a cheap deal for a backup I'm gonna assume you've not watched much of him, and because because I definitely haven't. Nope. Yeah, I, I don't know what what there is to say. I, it's a backup goalkeeper, I guess. He's young, so he can still improve. I, I believe he's only 22. Uh, yeah. Uruguayan, so works with Quartas in uh, Ugarte. The Uruguayan so, boys do seem to be hyped about it, especially Ugarte. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. So I mean, one for the future as well. I, I believe we own, I want to say, 60 or 70 percent of his pass. So even if he does turn out to be good, it's it's one that you know could, money. yeah, exactly, or or could even be, he might be sort of in the position to take over Adan uh, as number one. I know Amarim spoken about uh, Diogo Kalai, who I think is going to be a very good goalkeeper in the future, but remember he's still 17, 18, so I don't think he'll be ready. But let's hope like like Joel Virginia was last year, I guess, because he Joel Virginia was was fine. I would say he wasn't good, he wasn't bad, just fine. So he's not going to play a lot anyway. He'll play like the Tasta League games, I'd assume, and maybe some Tasta Portugal and some Champions League games here and there if everything's already wrapped up. So, yeah, there's not much really to say about that one. So, so I'll move on to the next one. And this one is uh, Diogo Abrao from, or Abreu even, from, from Porto. Uh, 1.2 million it was the official fee. They had to pay compensation due to the league rules, uh, which I believe I checked the other day. Any player under the age of 24... Um, if 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 only if they're offered a new contract, we'll have to pay comp- compensation. If they just let them walk and we sign them, then it's just they go free. But you know, again, still stupid in my opinion. Anyway, yeah, but but this guy apparently is very highly rated among Porto fans. So again, I've not much, seen much of him play. I don't know if you have at all. Not really either. Just the highlights that have been like floating around the internet looks good. I've, yeah. I mean, the, the reviews are high. Like. They're, they're they're super big on this kid, so you know. yeah. And Amarim definitely has the eye for for youth talent with the Gonzalo Estevez as well. Yeah. And uh, obviously, we're not seeing him play that much yet. But Fatuaku, I believe, is his name. I could be butchering that massively, but um, but yeah, definitely got got an eye for talent. So hopefully, this kid turns out to be a stud. Uh, apparently, training with the B team and the A team, so he's going to float in between them two. I assume. Yeah. I believe 19 years of age as well, so not the oldest and definitely got time to improve. So definitely one to look out for the future and this one I'd say definitely not for for this season. Okay. Um, but the, the final big news, I will say, uh, happened so long ago now. Um, I'll say so long ago, but I think officially about a week or, or maybe six days ago, uh, Morita was announced and it was the longest, the most drawn-out transfer saga I think we've ever had and we've had a lot of them. This was being reported in, like, I believe near the end of April before the season had even finished. And it only just got announced at like the 2nd or 1st of July. 
uh, with the new away kit, by the way, which I think looks beautiful. Um, yeah. But yeah, what were your overall thoughts on the deal? I believe it was three, was it three point five million euros for for him for the Santa Clara? What well, what yeah. is your opinion on the kid? Uh, I'm only worried the kid. He's twenty seven. I'm only <laughs> worried that uh, that uh, well, actually, he's my age. So yes, he is a kid. A kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm only worried that it was all this drawn out stuff for like an average player. I'm, that's my only worry. I, I, I've said it a million times. I hope to get proven wrong. I don't. Man, Porto signed the. Um, um, oh my God! What's his name? Stakiu for that price. Uh, maybe I'm a little biased because I see him play for the Canadian national team, but I think he's leaps and bounds better than Morita. I think that money, you know, of course Stakiu wasn't interested in sports and he wanted to go up north, but um, uh, I think that money would have been better spent off on Stakiu or finding a deal elsewhere. Um, I'm just curious as to what this means now, right? Like. Um, you know, it seems like Mateusz Nunes isn't leaving, which is amazing news. Uh, Ugarts obviously going to be, you know, basically that partnership. Is it going to be like a rotating between the three with Bregasa, or is Murita going to get more minutes? Is Murita going to be more of a, is Murita going to start with, with Nunes, you know, cause Murita I think is being tipped as like a six. I don't know if he yeah. is a six, but, uh, that's what he's being touted as at least. And that's what he played for the most part in, in Santa Clara. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, like I said, I'm only worried that it was drawn out for, for, for nothing really. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I, let's hope that the guy actually does well and he proves me wrong. That, cause that's nothing. I want nothing more than that. Um, but yeah, I think our midfield now is sorted, which is great. We have four there with the Sugu with maybe Tabata or even Roshing, I think, can even play in the midfield spot, like if Tabata leaves. So um, that's done. Wingers are done. Uh, we need a striker or two, <laughs> and we need maybe more defenders. But I was just thinking, because you were mentioning that, um, maybe Marsa is being looked at as like either a left back this year or a center back. Um, mm -hmm. I'm hoping it's Mateusz Reja left back, but you know that's also rotation for the middle. Um I, I just think, you know, after Trincao, we still need one more bit of business there. But uh, but anyways, Murita, what are, what are your thoughts, Sam? Uh, I didn't watch a lot of Santa Clara last year, but I, from what I did see, he seems to be, like you said, a somewhat average player. Not not great, not bad. But I think, go on, what are you going to say? He's their best player, right? Don't get me wrong. He was their best player, but... Well, well Lincoln, I, I'd say. First. Oh, yeah, Lincoln, fair. Yeah. Well, his best, like, their best... Yeah, that's a good point. Lincoln, their second best player then. Yeah. You know, especially fair. when it came to like transitioning from the defense to the to, to the offense, right? He was good there, but aside from that, it's like it's Santa Clara at the same time, right? Yeah. Santa Clara who beat us, but Santa Clara. Yeah. Fact. <laughs> but um I, I think like at the end of the day, I guess I trust Amarim's judgment. I'm sure he the scouts have done their work and he's done his work. Um, but I think as well, from what I understand or what from I can see. We will be going with Matthias Nunes and Yugate in the middle. So I assume Marita will only be a backup, or maybe if Yugate gets tired or Yugate gets injured, sort of switch to his role. Because I guess that's what, if Polina wasn't leaving, that would probably be what he would be doing. Um, but I think then Matthias for Braganza will be the other swap that will be a sort of substitutional rotation. So I think it's def we definitely needed a holding midfielder. I don't think any anyone in the the B team one at 23s uh, are ready to take that um 
take that role yet. So I think, especially, it was a cheap deal, I suppose. I know 3.5 million isn't always, like, isn't really cheap by sporting standards. It's still quite a high transfer value. But the way, like, inflation and the market and stuff is going up and the way we've spent, like, Paulinho and even St. Just this window was one of our most expensive signings ever. Like, I mean, it's not bad business at all. So, you know, I, I, I've not watched much in place. So I can't give an exact um like response i guess to that question but you know it's sort of trusting amarim and and hope the kid does well i love why he's not a kid i'm sorry he's, he's 27 he's an old boy no, he's now. a kid he's young he's young <laughs> but uh last thing i'll say on it it does worry me a bit of the sort of communication issue because I, I as we reported that he doesn't speak english doesn't speak spanish or portuguese which is a first for Amarim in, in history, even at Casapia or or Braga, he didn't sign anyone like that. He already, already always signed English, uh, Spanish or Portuguese players. So that does concern me a bit. But like you said, he, he's already been in Portugal for a year and he comes with a translator. So, yeah, but like, is, is the translator, I don't know, man. I don't like, the, I don't like things like that, you know, at least get your yeah. English better, you know. I don't know if, if the translator will be on like the bench. Like, cause I, even, I don't but I'm just saying, like, work. even in, in in training sessions, right? Is the translator gonna be there? Like I think so, yeah. He must be on, on like the side, I suppose. That's weird, I guess. Uh whatever. I mean, it's not the first time it's ever happened, right? But yeah, I think with when George Jesus first signed Dumbia, he mm. had to get like Salin to be the translator, I suppose. Mm. I remember that conversation happening. But at, at least there there's like a there's like a teammate that's Helping yeah. them out, right? Even yeah, in, uh, even in fuck, I just had the example in my mind. But you know, even in the MLS, there's a ton of players that come here that don't speak English, right? Yeah, just whatever. Like I understand that, but uh, I don't know. In this case, where it's such a tight knit group, and like the big thing about Sporting isn't that we're like, not that we're bad, but we're not like exceptional. If anything, it's just the teamwork that gets us through most games. Um, yeah. having a communication issue is. Another little annoyance that I have from this deal, but I I think if I'm being honest, I think this is a was like probably our second option. I think the real person we wanted was Al Muzrati. It's just we're not forking over 12, 14 million for him. Yeah, I I, I agree with that, and I think not that we I think we would pay the price, but I think with Saint just coming at ten, yeah, and you know Trincao potentially coming at twenty, yeah, exactly. It's just that means plus Poru. We just pay for Poru. That's yeah. like and then obviously Mark said was was paid in January. We don't know if, yeah. if that was actually paid in January or if it was in installments and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it for, for the top stories. Uh, you can go ahead and take uh, the rest of the news. Feel free to to interject if you if you want to ask any questions or you want to hear my opinion on anything. Absolutely. But go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kamashu. Uh, like we said, uh, last pod, uh, we'll sign for uh, Adish in Greece, which is, I think, a good move for him. I don't know about you, Sam, but I think getting out of his comfort zone in Portugal might be even better. He barely played in, in Villanueva last season, or Villanueva's uh, mm-hmm. side last season. Thoughts on that? Yeah, he, he was injured quite a bit. Um, what is really strange, though, so he's been linked to Burnley, and I'm I'm going to put on one of your cancel one of the Ojoga reports, which is that uh, Reading are also interested. And like I yeah. see the replies to all of those like comments and they're like, oh, we need to sign him. He could be a game changer. He's he's this, he's that. And I'm like, he is, no disrespect, because obviously I'm not a footballer, but he's one of the worst players I think I saw put on a sporting shirt that season. And they yeah. were many of them. 
And like, obviously, he was at Liverpool, so the talent must be there. But he has no end product whatsoever. He cannot finish to save his life. Eria Wavi had a decent loan spell, but they got relegated still. Bernard Sad again relegated. So I mean, let's hope Aris don't get relegated, man. He, he seems to be be a curse. But I guess any yeah. move for him at this point is good. And I I believe they are paying percentage of his salary as well. So good to get a little bit of his uh, 1.3 million off the books. Off the I books suppose. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Vinag um, has interest from Fulham, Fenerbahce and uh, Nottingham Forest. I think it seems like Nottingham Forest is, is leading the way there. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about him last week, though. Spartan don't want uh, Roberton of uh, Almeria. Um, seems too expensive anyways. A baller reporting that Mateusz Nunes has interest from AC Milan. Um, Italian champions. Sam, thoughts on... Is Do you think, one, is Mateusz Nunes actually going to go this season? And two, where would you like to see him go if he does? Yeah, so... A- on our last pod with uh, Albert from Long Wolf Football, shout out uh, Albert, by the way. Um, I said that I think Polina and Matus are both leaving, like 100%. Mm-hmm. And I still stand by it. There's, I know there's been reports of him like joining Wolves and stuff. But like, I feel like this is going to be something sort of similar to what Nuno Mendes was last year, where he was just always rumoured out. And like he played in the first few games in, in August, and then he got he got loaned out, loaned, well, loaned out to PSG. So I think I think yeah definitely he's gonna go, and I think, I mean I I I don't like Wolves. I've I've always made that clear just because of George Mendes and John Moutinho, uh, like the, the two reasons. Hey, that club and obviously Patricio going there as well, and Podence. Um, so I'm not a fan of that. But I mean AC Milan is a good move for him, guaranteed Champions League football, and I think they've just got a recent takeover as well. If, correct me if I'm wrong. So yeah, yeah. definitely an exciting project over there. As much as I don't like Rafael Leal, the person, the player, sure, he's, yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah, no doubt about it. But um, genuinely, I, I'm going to ask you this question as well. But what beard would you accept to get rid of Matthias Nunes? Like the lowest I'm bi- you would go. I'm, I'm biased. Listen, I think I think we, sh- we shouldn't accept anything less than 40, 45. Oh, damn. he's was, young yeah. and talented. Portuguese I was, international. Yeah. I was going to say 45, 50. But yeah, I think, listen, yeah. yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, actually. I, I, that's my original, but I was like, okay, let's tame it down a bit. But yeah, <laughs> 45 50 at the very least. But then I think it's like Bruno Fernandes went for that, and he was at a whole other level than, than Matilde Nunes. So exactly. I don't see. I think 30 million comes in, and, and we're saying yes. It's just yeah. like Matilde should take the contract. The only thing that scares me about keeping players was that sort of like the William Cavallo issue. Obviously, I know yeah. it will probably never happen again. But we were ejected bids of 40, 45, and it was like, oh, we're going to get somebody when we get 50. And he ended up leaving for 18 or whatever it was. And, like, obviously, not Alkashet, but, like, injuries can happen to a player. You don't know his form, especially towards January onwards, literally just went straight down. And he arguably one of the one-off, if not the worst midfielders in the team, I think. Um, yeah. And I think his his uh, poor performances also led to Padina's poor performances as well. Um but, but yeah, I would say 45 million minimum. But I also think if he does go, I would love to see Pot in, in the, his role, which I believe he played at Familiar Cowers, number eight. I think that is where Pot will probably shine and, and get most goals. So even in, even if Matthias does go, I mean, I, I like him as a player, but if if recent form goes by any any stretch or like means anything, 
then maybe it's time to cash out while it's still high. Like you never know what could happen in football yeah. these days. We've we've seen it with other players that get massive bids of like 40, 45 million and then just go straight down in value. So like you know, look what happened to Joel Mara, for example. We we sold him for 45 and we cashed out. And I don't think he was ever worth that much, by the way, which was a great, great deal by Bruno de Cavallo at the time. But look how bad like his career went. He yeah. loaned out to Lokomotiv Moscow, West Ham, yeah, he flopped there. Like, you never know what could happen. So I'm always just going to say, I guess, cash out while value is still high. I still think we could probably push 55, 60 million, like yeah. maybe in objectives, like 45 plus 10. Because I believe it was 45 plus 5 is what Fabrizio Romano reported that Wolves offered. And I think Randis said it was acceptable and left it up to him. So, yeah, I guess 45 plus 5 isn't bad or 45 plus 10. But, I'll yeah, I, I would like him to sign for AC Milan or Man City, but I think Man City have just signed a midfielder. So, I, I think yeah, that, that Calvin Phillips. Yeah, listen, the, the only thing I really like about this is that it seems like he doesn't want to go, which makes me happy. But, yeah, the risk of... Even of what happened to Padinha, maybe if we sold Padinha last summer, he'd be gone for like 30, 35. And now we just sold him for 20. So uh, yeah. we run that risk, but uh, I think that's I think that's the right thing to do. Let's run the risk. We can't if we lose both both Padinha and Mateus Nunes, just say bye-bye to uh to competing for the league, in my opinion. Um Lille are watching Tabata. So, like we mentioned earlier, Tabata seems like he's on the way out. Um like we just mentioned, Matilj Nunes didn't want to join Wolves. Panathinaikos wanting Slimani. Um, I think it's a good move for Slimani personally. Still playing in green and white, playing in a less competitive league, trying to rebuild Panathinaikos. Panathinaikos, I think, had a decent season last year. They've been finishing like 10th, 11th. I'm not mistaken, they finished like 4th last season or something, which in uh, in Greece is good now that you know they have obviously Olympiakos. Um, but for some reason, I power. always imagine them from like 2006, 2007 being very good. No, they, so they had a run of they had a run where like they were just garbage. If I'm not mistaken, they might have gotten relegated. I don't think they got relegated, but they were just garbage. And then that's when um, Pauk came like really to the forefront. Pauk won the league like not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Was it Arish? Is Arish the one yellow and black? Right? They're all, they've also been pretty decent. Um, yeah. over the last few years. Um, they had a few Portuguese players that actually played there. They almost won the league a few years ago, if I'm not mistaken, either. So, uh, um, so yeah, I mean, anyways, but Slimani going to Panathinaikos, like I was saying, I think it's a good move for him. No, I'm thinking AEK Athens. That's the team I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But anyways, uh, Sam, Slimani going to Panathinaikos. Good. And how much do you think we're going to get for him, if anything? He's leaving on a free, I think. Yeah. Like, I, I do, I do, I think it's a good move. I think honestly, he could probably get a, I wouldn't say a better club that's harsh, but the rumors leading him to Nottingham Forest back in the Premier that's League, crazy. more competition as well. And I think what he said was he wants to leave so he can still play for Algeria. And I don't know if he's gonna be have loads of eyes on him at Greece, uh, play for the Greek, uh, playing in Greece, whereas mm-hmm. like playing in England. And like the standard competition, no disrespect to the Greek league, it's just straight high up. And like if he goes to Nottingham Forest, he's not going to do well. And that's nothing against Limani, but it's just Nottingham Forest in my eyes. I think they've done good business, but they're not going to play well. And I think they're probably going to be near the bottom of the table, if not relegated. I think they're going to relegate. Um, yeah, but they've made some some really good signings, actually. I think they signed 
is it Diakite from from, from same club Saint Just was at, I think. So yeah. Oh, or Mines, I think. Or, or maybe yeah, it was Frankfurt. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. No, I think you're right. I think it's from. Mines. You're right. You're right. But but yeah, he. So they make good business, but again, I I don't think it's weird. Will they start there? That's my only thing. I don't even know who their striker is, to be honest with you. I know they were in. They were trying to get uh, Kyle Laren uh, mm-hmm. from Pushkitas, who scored against us, but yeah. uh, he just went to Bruges. Uh, let me quickly see if I even lose our so striker. Like, I genuinely, I think the best move for him, if it could happen, is to reunite with George Jesus at Fenerbahce. If yeah. if those rumors were true, which I don't know if they were, but um, I, I think he played his best seat football under George Jesus. George Jesus loves tall, lanky strikers. You know, Cardozo was one, Dost was one, and uh, Semani was also one. So. I mean, if he can get that move to Fenerbahce, I'd say grab it with both hands and, and push the go there. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Though I don't think Greece is a bad – I mean, for guaranteed minutes, I don't think it's bad. I think for the Algerian team, he doesn't need to play in a big league. I, I should also point out, even though it's not really sporting news anymore because he left, that apparently they want Fadal and Slimani, who are very good friends off the pitch, I believe. And Nottingham? Uh, uh, sorry, Pathetinaikos. Oh, oh. Yeah, so I, th- I think it could be both of them going there potentially, which would nice. be good, I suppose. But we've got to we've got to start that partnership with our with our fellow brethren in green. You know, they also have a red rival. We're going to start off the, the the city group, but call it like the sporting group. Yeah, kind of the sporting Nikos. group. Braga could be there as well, I suppose, since we buy so nah. much off them. No, nah, but Braga. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another group. We can get Portland Trailblazers or no? Seattle. Oh, they're both <laughs> the, trail, the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers. Sorry, Portland. Uh, fuck, what's their Timbers, name? Timbers, isn't it? Timbers, yeah. <laughs> Celtic, obviously, is a good one as well. Celtic, yeah, exactly. Fair. Um, the remaining from Abala, uh, v- like we mentioned, Vinag um, seems like he might even join Nottingham Forest. Seems more uh, more uh, legit there. Um, so they're really interested in sporting players. Or it's just BS. Who knows? George Mendes um, is, uh, George is a Mendes. is a, a, a client of Nottingham Forest, I believe. That's very true. Um, Valalid offered seven million for Plata. Would you take that? I take that. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, it was it was seven for seventy percent as well. And like I know people do like Plata. And I think he's a good player, but like if he's not going to play, just one. I th- I still think he's quite a high earner as well. So one, get rid of that off the books, and also like. I mean, I'm not one to judge people for their mistakes, but like drink driving for me is yeah. just like something that I I would personally ever do. And if if anyone had had done it, and you know, he he crashed as well, and it could have been fatal, luckily. So, and I think Amarim does like a squad of good characters and good good players, like you said before. Like we we create good players, but maybe not good humans. I think under Amarim, it's 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 been the opposite, and I think he does like that that sort of character in the squad. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I take it as well. I, I think that we could potentially start a bidding war. We mentioned two episodes ago that he was linked to Leverkusen and the episode before that, uh, Leeds. So I don't know what, what could happen. It could be a bidding war. But yeah, I, I take 7 million. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, the last news has nothing to do with, I mean, Ojogu just reporting that Reading Wakamashu be touched on that. Um, yeah. Since we're on the Ojogu, though, the last piece okay. of news, nothing directly related to sporting. More so, the I mean, it's still related to us because it's happened to the league. Um, I'm just bringing it up because Jogo transition, Jogo is Porto's uh, Porto's uh, newspaper. Thoughts okay. on David Carmo 
aka Inasu uh, Inasu wannabe, um, going to Porto for Portuguese transfer f- like um, for the top for the most por- um, we've spent internally twenty million twenty million. Um, any thoughts on that? They're, they seem deep now. In- Center back, they have Pep. My back. Yeah, you're back now. <laughs> I think. Yeah, you're back. Anyways, go ahead. I don't know if you were talking. No, no. I I think I, I heard what you're saying that they're quite so, deep at center back. We, yeah, we, deep we, at center back. They have. I was only. I was mentioning four, but they only really have three options. And now with Pep Carmu, um, I think they might actually get, be getting late back. Um, and I think uh, he's getting sold to, to Turkey. Late. So yeah. These morons. Yeah, but there's think, a player there, bro. I would take him. Uh, definitely. I would take him too. But um I I a popular opinion, I think that is a really good signing for I, I think it's a good deal for, for all round. Obviously he's coming off an injury and, and Braga can obviously reinvest twenty million and that, that will keep them going for another few years. And Porto have needed a centre back who is young for a long time and it's a good replacement for Mbemba who's just left on a free. Yeah. And I think the sky's the limit with, with Carmel, and I think I can see him and Anasio being a partnership at the back yeah, for the future. Obviously, Ruben Diaz is still very young and, and he'll be up there. But I, I think it's a really good move for everyone. I think Porto really do have a good player on their hands if he can stay fit and get back to that form he was sort of pre-injury. Um, and now Luis Diaz isn't there because I believe he was one who who broke his leg. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, good good move, I think. But, um, but yeah, I, I wish we... Had the the money, I suppose, to to get him at, at twenty million, but I'm also pleased with Saint just for for ten as well. So, yeah. yeah, good deal, I think. I think it's a I think it's a good deal for both parties. I think it's an even better deal for um for uh, for Braga because, like you were mentioning, he was injured. And let me just quickly share this because it's just uh, our good friend Dave Pereira, former formerly on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Dave. Shout out Dave. Player is worth 15 million. He can't get on the field consistently. Call a spade a spade. A 15 million player should be starting on any Portuguese club. Uh, I think he's talking about Carmo there. I think he's agreeing that's a good sale. I think Braga are laughing to the bank with this one. I get that Carmo's young, um, unlucky on the injury. But before the injury, I mean, how many appearances did he have? Uh, let's yeah. look here real quick. Uh, and as well getting that money for him means that they probably won't have to sell Horta who is probably going to go anyway he's going yeah yeah it just means that if they wanted to they could keep him because now they've got 20 million and they can reinvest that potentially give him a new contract if they wanted to but I'm pretty sure Horta wants to move anyway but yeah just just a a good note there yeah no 100% Um, but like I was saying to Dave actually they have they're going to make good money because they're also okay they'll still sell Horta uh, for like fifteen, they sell Al Muzrati for like twelve to fifteen. Apparently, the only one they will only accept twenty for Horta. Okay, yes, yes, sorry, twenty for Horta, but I was I was I was mixing it in with Al Muzrati, but I think that uh, price will go down because it's Benfica. No, I'm pretty sure he he said he wants twenty million, or I think it was like sixteen and two players. And I think do you know the the centre back is it Mor- Morata Morita or whatever. Yeah, who's supposed to be very highly rated, but is, for some reason is being sold uh, by um, Schmidt anyway. Yeah. So, like, I mean, unless it's like 60 million plus two players, 
one permanent, one loan, sort of maybe what we did with uh, Paulinho, with Sparrow yeah. and Borja. Yeah. yeah. That's a good move for Braga, though, nonetheless. That's still a good move for Definitely. Braga. Definitely. They win that because they have a Carmo replacement. Um, they have that Roger kid who, I, who with more minutes, will, will turn into a player. Um, they have a good team. They still have a good team. They, yeah. The only shit thing is they keep losing players like Galeno and anyway and all of that. But uh, but anyway, that Vitinha striker as well. Who Vitinha I think Vitinha looking like I, yeah, he's like yeah. He's like I, I really want him as Sporting. I think he'll he'll do very good. You'll, you'll still take another striker from Braga. But he he seems like the real deal. But you won't take Tiatmaj. No, Paulinho <laughs> and Vitinha are the real deals, man. Yeah, but Vitinha is, is Vitinha that that transfer fees through the roof. I mean, it is, but I mean, we we could give them something, I reckon. Maybe, maybe. But anyways, I think that's yeah. it, dude. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, again, uh, thank you all for joining us. It's been a rather quick one, so yeah, thank you for 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 watching, for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, um, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube. Of course, make please subscribe. Uh, again, three hundred subscribers away from a thousand, it will help us out massively if we get there before the end of december and again if you want to follow danny on twitter make sure you follow him there at danny saldania underscore and if you want to follow me on twitter if i can find the right tile is at san fonseca uh, on twitter so feel free to follow me there as well and again thank you for watching peace